What's up, listeners? Thanks for tuning in to All Things Boston. It is Saturday, March 13th. Um, We are heading into the city uh, back-to-back. Phenomenal 70-plus degree days in Boston. Um, The foot traffic was out there, and it just seems like things just keep getting better and better. Um, You know, it is what it is. I'm not going to get politics into it. I'm just happy that... Um, we're going to be soon getting somewhat of normalcy by like the summer, which is all we expect. And, um, it ain't even worth holding on to all the anger we have for the lockdowns and all that shit. Let's just start planning ahead on what to, what we're doing, uh, down the pipe. And for me, it's just getting prepared for my baby on the way. Um, you know, going to make some, maximizing my days off, uh, Making sure I don't let my job get me back into binge eating, which I've done, or just stress eating, or just boredom eating. That's another fucking thing I do. Um, and I'm like, you know, I'm bringing food to work today just so I can control what I want. Because I work obviously in hospitality, and there's a kitchen, and there's always these delicious fried chicken bites that go out the window, or a nice cooked pizza, and I want to eat that shit. Um, and you, you're gonna have to create. You know, it's a lot of people that say, I can't help it. I just, ha- I just have to eat it. You don't have to eat it. You can um, bring your own food, bring some healthy options, bring some Cliff Bars or RX Bars and uh, start to munch on that. And then, you know, maybe that'll help you defeat those cravings. Because at the same time, you know, when you're craving these things, you always have to ask like, what, what is triggering me to crave this? Or why do I want to eat it? But it is what it is. Last pod, I have a friend, Alex, who has his podcast, Aldi Podcast, and he like he likes to say that I'm peacocking my sobriety with alcohol, and also added that I still smoke pot, so I'm kind of a hypocrite. All right, okay, I get that, and you know what? I'll call myself somewhat of a hypocrite because I'm not like fully sober, if that's what you want to say, but what the fuck is sober? I mean, if you're drinking coffee, are you still under some sort of substance? Um, and it's obviously, I understand where you're coming from. And if you're still drinking, you know, me saying how better I feel not drinking, you might take offense to that. But obviously my intentions are never to fucking be holier than you or, um, drag my nuts through the sand, you know, on your face because I'm not drinking anymore. And I wake up feeling so much better. I think it's just, I fucking like spreading how happy I am. I like saying how happy I am, I like saying what I've done to get to this point in my life, um, you know, and now that I'm seeing some benefits of it, seeing a little more focusness, better, you know, at the end of the day, regardless of the money that I've saved and the relationships that have gotten a lot better and the, you know, weight loss and all that other shit, it's the most important thing is like my sleep has just been, I would say a hundred percent better before. And, you know, when you kind of, for me, again, not speaking for anyone else, but when you like have other things that kind of, they kind of develop as like a, um, I don't even know how to say it. It's like, I, I liken it to a, an, an onion or, um, you know, here's an example. So wake up, hungover. I had three beers last night. So my, you know, I'm no fucking Columbo. But I would imagine that those three beers is what made me feel like shit this morning. Take the three beers out of the situation. I wake up. feel like shit this morning. 
no beers. So now I'm looking into this like, okay. And then I'm like, oh shit, those fucking high potassium, sodium, MSG, addled, general sows, chicken bites is why I woke up feeling like shit. Okay, take the Chinese food out of the subject. Okay, I woke up feeling like shit today. Really tired. Could not sleep. Okay, uh, maybe you had coffee after 3 o'clock. Fair enough. That probably made you not be able to rest easy, and or you had coffee at 6 or 7, whatever. Take that out of the subject. So here we go. Here's the, here's the onion unraveling, okay? I'm at a point now where I'm at almost the fucking green part of the onion, like that little middle sliver. Where I'm like, okay, I slept like shit last night. What is fucking wrong with me? Find out. I'm a fucking mouth breather. (laughs) I sleep with my mouth open. Which creates, like, snoring. One, because I I fucking scared the shit out of these... I annoyed the shit out of these girls that I... I stayed in a hostel when I was in Mexico uh, two years ago. uh, For the first couple of nights. And I bunked with, like, a bunch of Australian girls who were backpacking across the world. And they, I heard them talking shit about me. Like, oh, I cannot, that man down there was so loud. That's kind of what they said. Which is, and I, I was like, I'm so sorry. You know, I, was, I went to bed drunk and overtired. And I just was so loud snoring. Um, okay, dry mouth. That's what it does. Okay, bad breath in the morning. Yep. Um, and just shitty sleep. So my boy put me on to these... Um, things called uh, Sonofix and they're basically it's called mouth tape and you put it over your lips before you go to bed <clears throat> sorry and it makes your mouth keep shut while you sleep so you, you you breathe through your nose now your nose is really where your breathing needs to get done you should be breathing through your nose and out through your mouth or breathing through your nose and out through your nose, whichever. If you do breathe out through your nose, yeah, there's a chance that you may, um, you may blow a snot rocket. Okay, so I'll even meet you halfway. Breathe through your nose and then out through your mouth. Fine, but technically you should probably just be using your nose. Your nose has, you shouldn't be breathing in with your mouth. That's just a recipe for disaster. Your nose actually has little nose hairs. It filters out some of the dust. You're in a better position. The nose is built. It was, you know, evolution created this god whatever and that's where you you know should be breathing from so if you're sleeping with your mouth open you're basically just fucking creating the worst sleep and i'm and back to the story of why you know the whole no drinking thing has been so beneficial for me because i'm almost in a point where it's like elimination diet where it's like i'll I'll eliminate it and if i feel better then that's kind of the cause um and i'm doing that with myself so brings me back to my friend Alex, who said I was peacocking my um, no drinking sobriety. All right, again, fair enough. And you know what? I got about another bag of weed left, and I got um, some gummies. And you know what? I may quit weed just to fucking shut everyone up. Because for some reason, no one's like, hey, that's a great accomplishment. Um, So proud that you're not drinking. They always have to bring up, well, you're still smoking. It's like, dude. Smoking and drinking are like two fucking different things. And I will defend weed because I think weed should have been more culturally accepted when I was younger and not alcohol because there's one, you know, you never peed the bed from getting too high. Two, um, you never, you know, you get a weed hangover, but it ain't the kind of hangovers 
I've fucking experienced. Three, I've never seen anyone throw up on weed. Besides someone that may have hit a blunt the wrong way and then just started throwing up because it went down the wrong pipe. They didn't know how to inhale it. They coughed too much. Yes. But never to a point where, like, you are projectile vomit. I got vomited on, on prom night by a guy who covered his mouth running to the bathroom, and it was disgusting. Weed would have never done that. So... There's so many other aspects to weed. It's like you're still in control. You can definitely still drive unless you, you know, over milligrammed yourself. And that's a whole nother story. But if you're smoking a joint, you're in good hands. It's better than having six or seven or eight or nine beers. Um, and I think if the whole world actually smoked weed, we'd all get along. I think, I think, you know, so you can't really, you know, put that up against stuff. That's like saying, uh, you know, there's just a lot it's just I just have to defend weed when it comes to that but I'm willing to quit that too no fucking problem I'll do that too and you know the more I eliminate the more people can't say you know you're being a peacock and uh I can uh find someone something else for them to talk talk about so thank you though for the feedback obviously it's um it's appreciated and I, the, the listening is appreciated. Anyone who does listen, I had, you know, a high listen rate yesterday. Um, I'm sure they, uh, last pod, I'm sure they're going to, people thought that I was really going to get into details about my bachelor party, but I'm not. Um, I did say the, uh, you know, just a little bit of what went on. Um, but it was an awesome time again and, um, leave it at that. So anyways, uh, in the world of sports, Cam Newton signed for a $14 million one-year contract. I know what you're saying. This sounds like a bad idea. But let me, let, me, let me just try to find a little glass half full with this. Cam, isn't that terrible, right? He had no fucking receivers, which I imagine they're going to get with their $70 million fucking salary cap space they have this year. Two... It is another good thing that we'll probably get a rookie draft, whether it's this year or next year, for a quarterback. And that'll give us time with a proven quarterback in the NFL to mentor and manage and, you know, not be freaking out that you have fucking Brian Hoyer, you know, getting into the game for the rest of the season. That's That's just what it is. Three. I mean, there is no three. I, the other three, the other thing is it's just like, it is what it is. We had to, it's security. You let Cam sign somewhere else and you still don't have anyone, which is kind of like number two. You're in a fucking bigger pickle than you can imagine. So, I mean, there were some games where Cam actually won for us um, and almost won for us if he could just, you know, not be so predictable when, or the offensive calling could not be so predictable when they're calling plays. You know, it's, it's, it's little things like that. But I, I'm not mad. It is what it is. Like, um, I, I know the Pats have to come up with some sort of, you know, insurance plan and that's what they're doing. And, you know, if, if it serves me right, this will be the time we market for a rookie quarterback that can be our own, or we just keep, you know, San Francisco channel open to see if Cam's going to come in. Um, if, uh, Garoppolo, I don't know. I really don't know. Like I said, right now, my my focus has been on the Premier League, Manchester United, sick game on Sunday when we beat Man City, um, and like following that stuff. It's just still been a pretty interesting um, game of sports. I wish people like that I knew actually liked it. I have to have like my European friends 
only people that I can actually European or Indian friends that actually watch soccer. Um, but I think it, it's going to come over to America soon. You got a player like Christian Pulisic, who's on Chelsea, who's someone that will definitely be, you know, he's someone that starts, that can start, even though his coach is kind of hating on him and hasn't put him in the game. But he did put him in today. Um, but he hadn't started him in 10 games. Um, can make a lot of waves for the future fans of American football, American soccer. So it's an interesting narrative. I got my first soccer jersey uh, last week. I wore it to uh, the soccer on Mondays. And that was another uh, cool thing. The, the jerseys are tight. Um, and soccer's been all right for me. Like, Paulie, obviously fucking still doing the same shit um still complaining about not getting passes still constantly um fucking turning it over like Paulie has this idea that he's like a striker he never plays defense he turns the ball over every time he is the worst person and even the kid we all thought liked him he said he hated him so but here's the here's the secret though like Paulie does refing after when we play so no one fucking talk shit because they need him for games so he's put himself into a power position with the sports complex where he can just do whatever the fuck he wants and be an absolute fat turd to everybody but Paul and I have been getting along because we're both like not as good and we bitch about the passes not going to us so I'm my ranking is slowly dwindling like I was doing pretty well I don't know what the fuck happened but now I mean the, the league's gotten better and I've just been kind of like playing it safe on D, but I'm not, you know, I've missed a few chances and other teams have been kicking my ass and my time's almost up. Like I got to be going to work soon. There's going to be Red Sox games on Mondays. I'm not going to be able to go, but your boy better believe that I will be doing some other shit. Like there's some lunchtime soccer leagues on Tuesdays and Wednesdays that I'm going to try to hop on and uh, get some action. In, so, um, Besides that, uh, again, I said this last year, and now it's time, you know, he's finally having his coming out party. He's Bobby Dahlbeck. Uh, dude hit an absolute moonshot grand slam uh, a few days ago, and he's been really the talk of the team right now in terms of um, who's really tearing it up. Marwin Gonzalez, another dude who has been showing some stick. And, um, you, know, I, you know, every time I look at the fucking score, it's like they played the Twins. Like, how many times are going to play the Twins in, in preseason? So... Um, spring training, it, it is what it is, but it's like, I do we play any other teams, or is that I guess that must be the quarantine list of player teams we can only play? I don't know, it always seems like they're playing the twins. So, um, uh, we, we got a good scouting report in the twins when the season begins, they'll tell you that much. So, um, but it is exciting with the 4,000 fans, yes. Um, I think rules will start to get loosened a little more by the 22nd with the state, um, especially Boston. It seems like they're gonna have to do something. Because right now you cannot eat or drink unless you're seated at a table. Fenway Park is not covered in fucking seats, uh, tables. So you're telling me that I would have to go up to the fucking bleacher seats area, find some stools and sit down, chug my beer and then go back to my, go back to the game. Is that what you're saying? Or, and, and if that's not what you're saying, and basically Fenway gets a pass on everything, that's pretty fucked up too. So be on the looks for some changes and some restriction changes coming up, which is going to benefit everyone that um, has to manage these crazy restrictions. It's insane. It's stupid. 
this whole mask thing, I'm sorry. It's just so dumb. Um, there's no difference between me taking my mask off uh, while I'm waiting to get my menu than me taking it off when I'm eating. Like, what the fuck is the difference? And no one's really doing it, and no one's dying. The rates are going down. The, the, the spikes, you know, they're not even counting the asymptomatic people anymore like they did for Trump. And it is what it is. So be on the lookout for that. I know that's coming soon. Um, you know, obviously you want to take it seriously and, and we will take it seriously. But at the same time, you know, when is uh, common sense going to kick in where we can get back to not wearing a fucking face diaper and just live our lives? So I'm looking forward to that. So that's about it. I'm entering my 18 minute ramble. Um, I, you know, I try to keep it short and sweet, but I wanted to drop a pod for everybody. You know, I hope everyone's hanging in there. I hope everyone, you know, keeps up with with their health and mind, you know, all that work this year, considering the 16th will be the anniversary of the lockdowns. Um, You know, all that work this year, all this stuff going on, it's important that you take care of yourself and hopefully you're already coming out better right now. And if you don't, now the restrictions and life will get back to normal. So maybe it's even more an incentive to get back on your goals like if you have no goals then you're really just sitting around with your fucking thumb up your ass so that's the one thing you got to do whether you're fucking 80 years old or you're fucking five years old you got to write goals down and you got to have some sort of um some sort of drive so all right i'm done peacocking like everyone else says i do i'll talk to you guys soon peace